Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint. Viewpoint today on expedition in Chiang Mai, Thailand. We're at a convention of Christians, believers, in an arc of 14 nations in the Pacific Rim and South Asia. This arc reaches all the way from Pakistan to Korea, from Korea to New Zealand, Australia, all the way back to India and everything in between. Some of the greatest nations of the world, some of the most populous nations of the world, and also some of the most challenging nations in the world are all within this geography and they have representatives at this meeting. Today on Viewpoint, we want you to meet a man who is at the vortex of the world's conflicts in a nation which is being stretched and strained. I think you'll find his story fascinating and you won't want to miss it. Stay with us. Today in Viewpoint, we're so pleased to have with us a guest who calls Bangladesh home. He is born and raised there, and he is a leader there, a man of great influence. And I don't want to overstate things here, Tappan, but I would say you have thousands of people whose lives have been changed and affected by what you do. We're going to call you Tappan, that is your name, but we're not going to disclose your full name nor where you live because you live in a place where there are many controversies. And there are many pressures being brought to bear against people like you who are speaking the name of Jesus in a way that draws others to him. We're thankful that you're with us today, Tappan. Thanks for coming alongside. Thank you, Brother Jim. And uh, tell me a little bit about Bangladesh. This is a nation that most people have heard of, but our listening audience may not fully comprehend the tensions and the history of that place. Where is Bangladesh? Yes, the Bangladesh is uh, uh, very close to India border. Before it was a name of East Pakistan. And after 1971, we call the Bangladesh because we fight against language. And finally, uh, we, we get the change, the name of East Pakistan to Bangladesh. And for people with a little bent for history, all of this area for the last few hundred years was influenced by the United Kingdom. It was part of the British Indian Empire. Yes. And then when India achieved its independence, what was one big mass British colony, so to speak, was subdivided. And Pakistan was born and the nation of India was born. Yes. And they were divided by theological lines, really, and cultural lines. So... Uh, there was a huge Islamic population in the Indian Empire of Great Britain, and that yes. tended to congregate into Pakistan, both east and west. And then the Hindu uh, majority remained on the subcontinent. And Bangladesh is that part of Pakistan that broke free, but it is an Islamic majority. Yes. The first language of Bangladesh would be? Is the Bengali. Bengali. Bangla. So, and Bengali is spoken across the border in India also? Yes, the Calcutta. west, west, west part, Bengal part and uh, other part also, then very close to the Assam also. And so these are cultures that have ancient roots and similarities, even though they're divided by modern national boundaries. But the Bangladesh that you call home has an Islamic majority Yes, and is struggling with that right now in the sense that the nation is trying to find its way with so many currents in Islam. Yes. And that's produced some tension, hasn't it? I mean, there's been some terror attacks. There have been some horrific murders of people who do not uh, agree with Islamic fundamentalism. Is that fair? Yes, yes. The last July, it's, it's happened that in the Gulshan uh, at Dhaka, so some uh, the terrorist fundamental group, they killed uh, so many foreign, uh, many foreigners, especially Japani, Italy, even the Bangladeshi. Uh, 
Uh, even in the Indian, yeah, the the holy artisan cafe. So we are really shocked that this is not our culture, but it, it's happened. I think this is also the uh, one kind of political gain, the opposition they want. I, I, we, uh, the present government is uh, they're doing very good job. We have hope. It's no mystery, uh, Tappan, that in political contests for power. It's easy for religion to get involved. Sometimes people appropriate religious ideas to further their political ground game. Mm -hmm. Whatever the causes and background, the reality has been in Bangladesh mm -hmm. that there's been a lot of tension. Yeah. And there's an Islamic fundamentalist kind of surge in some mm -hmm. places and others who would prefer to have a more secular country and yeah. others who want to have more freedom and others mm. who want to see it in a narrow niche of orthodoxy. And for people like you, who are in the minority, as yes. a follower of Jesus, yes. it can be very threatening because yes. uh, you find yourself stalked. Yes. I mean, have you not found that you've been threatened or even the pastors you work with have been challenged? Yeah, I, I got uh, three times they threatened me. They want to kill uh, because uh, in my area, that area, this Church of God ministry is the big ministry that area so they know very well that we are working very good job uh, that we have running so many uh, program so they think that they were the fundamental group if they kill me all uh, social and good work will be stopped so th that's why they sent the three later within one year so that they want to kill me but the, i think that this is not our culture Yes, wherever you go in the world, where the uh, the uh, we say the neighboring people and the Islamic people is staying, they create a lot of problem. But um, if you see the scenario of Bangladesh, we people like the other people. We treat the if when the any foreigner come to our Bangladesh, we have nothing, anything, but we want to receive very welcome, very warm welcome, and we like to feed them. We want to uh, say hello and everything. And you grew up in an Islamic country, but what you're saying is what you're experiencing now is an aberration. It's not the way it's always been, but this threat still comes to you. Yes, and you have just told me that three times your life has been threatened because yes. of your ministry. When we come back, I want to ask you, yes. how do you respond to that? Yeah. When someone says, I want to kill you for what you do yes. and believe, what do you say? Yes. Stay with us. Our guest today on Viewpoint Tappan is a Bangladeshi. He leads a Christian ministry with great influence in Bangladesh, which is a majority Muslim country, and right now experiencing some tension uh, between fundamentalists and more secular Islamic strains in the society. And he himself has been threatened with death for what he does. And Tappan, as you were describing that, when you are threatened at the cost of your life, how do you respond to that? How do you talk to your family? What do you do? Yes, uh, when I receive uh, the first letter, uh, when I open, I take very easy, and uh, within a short time, it's also uh, something happen in my heart that one day we can live uh, uh, this world, but the, I am doing a right and good job for his kingdom. But uh, uh, I think that uh, this accident uh, when I look at the Old Testament and New Testament, this many uh, the f uh, f faith of hero 
they they sacrifice their life and i think i am doing a job for his kingdom if this type of threat is uh, um if i lost my life i i think this all my uh, hard work will not vain and i'm hearing you say then that you have not been intimidated by these threats you did not change your course you are still in the ministry and still serving your people yes and still providing relief to people who are in need in jesus name yes and yes what is the outcome as you have made this decision i'm not going to be detoured yes. by these threats do you find that the lord is blessing the work is it growing is it retracting what yes because when i received the second letter i never ran away because we have a 4000 believers as a leaders if i run away they will their faith will be lost so as a leader i never take any government facility because the the district police superintendent they send the soldiers they so that they can protect me wherever i go they will go with me but i say the jesus is the my savior if he can take my life i can give peacefully but i don't worry about this what the th- uh, people that fundamental group said to me i'm hearing you say that the government offered to protect you and yes and provide security for you yes but you know that your life is held in the hands of jesus yes and so you go forward with confidence yes when i'm down you are up for me when i frown you have a smile for me when i'm weak you are strong for me you are there for me you're always there for me when i Bangladesh is a very densely populated land. It occupies a huge delta, very fertile land, sometimes prone to flooding, uh, but a uh, brilliant people who have a long history of being great 
merchants and uh, people with a deep and rich culture. Our guest today, Tappan, is a Bangladeshi, and he understands that his country's future uh, can be brighter if Jesus becomes more and more a part of the conversation. So you, you've given your life, you're risking your life for Jesus' sake to reach your country. Tell me about some of the things you're doing that excite you the most when you see good things happening. Yes. In a village with yeah. children, yes. what? Tell me what you're doing. Yes, uh, actually, this our mission works started is 1918, uh, This our missionary they came the, uh, with vision, not the city level. They went to grassroots level because you know that the grassroots level people are they are they are hopeless. They have no job. Uh, their lifestyle is very poor. You cannot understand if you not go there and uh, talk with them, mix with them, they, you, you feel that the what kind of way they're living. And the ministry still flourishes then in these remote villages, in the rural countryside. Yes. And that's the focus of what you do. Yes. And these people in such desperate material need yes. are finding their lives made better. Yes. In what way? Yes. Yeah. The, when our missionary, they came, they started the first... Uh, school program because people are not educated because if they want to read the bible they need an education so they started the school say they started the primary health clinic so that at least people can come they can give a service and this way they can they can tell them about the story about jesus and uh, this way they started the work and after that the, the primary school uh, made a junior high school, and, uh, and later it is a um, high school, class 10. So this way they work so that the community can educate it, they can read and write, they can understand the preaching, the good news. This way, uh, the tremendously way they work in in the rural area, the grassroots level. That's why many people now is a good and rich and a well-established, educated person of our church. So as, as the gospel has come, yes. so has literacy yes. and healthcare, yes. and every level of life has been elevated. Yes. And you're still in this work. Yes. And I know that you especially have a ministry with children. Yes. How many children are in the umbrella of what uh, the church is doing there? Yes, uh, we have a children ministry. We started this uh, seven years ago. Why not we work in 414 children? I just want to clarify for our listeners, the 414 window actually refers to age yes. of children. Yes. That yes. Instead of looking at the world as a map, yes. let's look at people by their age. Yes. So children age 4 to 14, if you reach them, yes. it sets the stage for the rest of their lives. Yes. If you go through the Proverbs, Yes. So if we give a good lesson, our ch yeah, teach them our kids, so they will never forget. So uh, it is a very important age because uh, when I am at 13, my years one, one through 13, that time I came to the Lord. I surrendered my life uh, to Jesus. So I think this is a very important. And another thing is, uh, everybody is talking about the adults, the women, that nobody is talking about the children. Nobody advocacy about their pain, the which way they are living. Actually, they are all parents. They are take care of their children or not. But as a church, we raise our voice. 
we would like to work with the 414 people so that they uh, they can come uh, our campus they can know about Jesus and as a good friend and as the children find their minds and hearts uh, expanded to meet Jesus then their families also yes. are brought into the net. Yes. And that is the work of the ministry in Bangladesh. Yes, because we sponsor the children, not the, only for the five days, uh, not uh, five years or ten years. It is a, almost 20, 30 years they will attach with our mission. So we adopt the village because this is a holistic way. How can we, we can develop our child holistic way? Uh, according to the uh, Luke 2, 52, Jesus, not only for the earthly, the people they love, the caring, he's growing, but good nutrition food is needed. So I think that um, do we t take this initiative? The Compassion International, their objective, their mission is our mission and vision, the Great Commission, all are together we're working as a partner so that we can reach the these 414 groups and we can tell them about Jesus and we want to attach 23 to 25 years. We continue to support not only for this feeding, one time nutrition food, we help them to schools, uh, fees, shoes, school materials, dress, medical, even the different kind of gift. Through this, we we have a great another opportunity to this program that after the school they came back to our campus. We'll teach them because in Bangladesh the context that one Muslim they marry two, three, four, and they have many children. The one father the here is the people is jobless. They cannot afford to run their take care of their children, but we church take these children as they adopt. And we say, we will take care of your kids 23 to 25 years. We do not want to drop any children. We want to continue to support the children so that they can. We want to see the Bangladesh. The, we want to see that these children should be a doctor, engineer, preacher, pilot, president. We want to see. This is our dream. And this is our vision. And this way we're working in Bangladesh. And uh, not only the Christian, other faith people. And this is the tremendous child uh, sponsorship program we are doing now. This work is making a big difference and it's expanding very rapidly. Yes. And it's no wonder that those who oppose the name of Jesus will yes. oppose you. Yes. Is there a passage in the scripture yes. Tappen, that speaks to you about why you're doing this? Why would you risk your life? Why would you assume so much danger to do these things? The word of God has spoken into your life. Yes. What is it in that book of Isaiah that speaks to you and, and yes. calls you? Yes, because this is my mission statement that this, uh, in this world, the laborers are very few, workers are few. But if you have no enough time, you, have, you are so busy, but we need some people so that they can work. Because the scriptures tell us, encourage us, so that not only for the preaching, so our faith should be work together and uh, we, we work uh, we want to remove their bondage of poor so uh, we want to give a freedom because the bible tell us and so that's why uh, we working hard so that they can a uh, good 
friend of Jesus. There's a passage in the book of Isaiah, Tappan, that you said to me once, uh, calls to you. It's a famous word where in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, we read, Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom shall I send? Who shall I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? And I said, Isaiah speaking, yes. Here am I, send me. Yes. And Tappan, I think that's you also saying, Yes. Here am I, Lord, and if you ask me to do this, I will, and you are. Yes.
wherever you're living today, whatever the context of your life, you may find uh, challenges, you may find difficulties, maybe you find opposition, maybe you feel like things are not very promising. But the same God that is working at Tappan's life and the same God that is transforming villages and communities in rural Bangladesh, that same God knows where you live and who you are. And we want to invite you to reach out into his hand and allow your life to be surrendered into his care so that you also can know his power and his grace and his goodness. And you can take a step that way with us right now by joining us in prayer. Just take a deep breath and know right now we are going together to speak to God. Our Father, we're so thankful today for your love and your care for Bangladesh, for our brother Tappan and your hand on his life and the work that he and those who work alongside him do for the good to bring life to people who have very desperate circumstances. And we know, Lord, that hell itself is displeased at all the good that's being done. Thank you for protecting them and blessing them and breathe new life and energy into them. But in the same way, Lord, we thank you for knowing each of us where we live. We may not be in Bangladesh, but we all have a home. We all have a place. And we pray, Lord, that you will bring good into our lives too and use us to bless others. Today, Lord, we surrender our lives into your hands. We admit that without you, we are powerless to make any lasting good and that we need you to give us life, to cause us to be born again and to be made fresh and new. Lord, may this be your work in us and then use us to bring the news, the good news of your son Jesus to those around us. Thank you for hearing our prayer. And I pray that all who have joined me in it today will before 30 days pass see themselves with an opportunity to bless someone else in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, if you'd like to know more about this God This God who sent his son Jesus into the world to change lives, to give life, and to help mend what is broken, to bless, give us a call. Just dial this number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, toll free, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. We're by the phone. We want to hear from you. Alternatively, if you would prefer, just check us out online. Go to our website, CBH. That's Christians Broadcasting Hope Viewpoint.org. You can read about the ministry there, and you can also send us an email. We will reply. Or at the last, send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana 46018, USA. But whether you reach out to us by phone, online, or by the post, please let us hear from you this week. Tappan, thank you so much for coming alongside. Thank you for your work on the front lines in Bangladesh. Thank you, too. And a happy new year. Yes, same to you. And we thank you for joining us on Viewpoint today. We hope you'll be with us again next week when we bring you another story from Asia about how God is changing the world for Jesus' sake, for the good. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, this is Jim Lyon. Happy New Year.